Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Ya yo, ya yo, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Yonko table. I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And today, we would like to ponder the question, what if? You like to subscribe to the Yonko table on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all social media platforms. But we also want to present the question, what did you guys think of Marvel's What If? The brand new series on Disney Plus that basically brings us the question, what if certain scenarios played out in different ways in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? And we have episode one of season one out today, Wednesday, August 10th, right? Today's August 10th. No, fool. Today is August 11th. (laughs) I'm a day behind. August 11th. We're good. We're good. But with me today is fellow Yonko Grandmaster. Who, Grandmaster, how have have you been? I heard school started today, right? No, school started on Tuesday. Goodness (laughs) gracious. I'm all over the place. Yesterday, yesterday. Um, But I'm doing good. Thank you for asking, Dr. Jace. Yes, school has started. And I watched today's episode of What If? on the way to school as well as um when i got to school i i, I uh shirked some of my responsibilities to finish the episode I said, all right come on let me uh, let me go print some stuff now but um yes yeah, i'm having a good day having a good week so far i happen to be here to talk about or i'm sorry ponder the question what if that is what we, what we will be pondering during this episode Next up, we got fellow Supernova, Dars. Dars, how have you been? I, I know you're filled with Marvel excitement right now. Oh yeah, definitely filled with Marvel excitement. You know, we left off with uh, some pretty cool cliffhangers at the end of Loki. This is the next thing that comes out and I'm so excited to see all these different variations of what if. What if? That, that's the main question we're going to be going into. And last but not least, we have a brand new Supernova joining us at the table today. Everyone, give a welcome to Supernova Rick. Supernova Rick, how have you been, my man? Appreciating. Appreciating it being on here, guys. I've uh, been trying to get on for the longest. i uh, been talking to Grandmaster Hoop, trying to figure it out with all the things going on with uh, me in school, just trying to figure it out. But I'm, I'm excited to be here, guys. I'm ready to talk about it and figure out what if really what what if glad to have you man and hey l- let's not waste any more time let's let's jump straight into it right dr jace you uh you went out a little bit yeah yeah i didn't hear that oh, last oh can yeah. you hear me now can you yeah, hear me, we hear you now? Okay. Okay, good. You're good. okay we're Ooh. diving straight into here can you still hear me yeah no yeah, we, we can, can. okay we can. <laughs> all right diving straight into marvel's what if this is marvel's 
uh, official, right? First uh, animated production. Like they've done other stuff before, right? Like kind of uh, the Marvel, shows on Disney or that's Marvel, not Marvel proper. Marvel Studios, Marvel like Studios. Kevin, Kevin Feige and crew. This is their first foray at this. Everything okay. else I believe was Marvel like animation or something, but yeah, like, like spectacular Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, all those Avengers and whatnot. That's not Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige doesn't have his foot in there. Right. So right. Put, he's putting his foot in this one. No, and I, I can really get those vibes too because um most, I won't say all because not all of them return, but most of the uh primary cast for the Marvel Cinematic Universe come back to reprise their roles in Marvel's What If. So we have, uh, I, I forgot her name, man, but returning as uh, Peggy Carter. <laughs> You're no it? fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't worry, man. I don't know her name either. Oh, <laughs> You're really wrong. Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell, Haley the disrespect. Atwell. No, the you, disrespect. Know what's, <laughs> you know what's you funny? Carter fans are going to ring us a new one <laughs> I, I was i was going through the cast at the end with the credits and i'm like oh my god i'm not gonna remember her name <laughs> terrible terrible well because the one person i did notice that 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 did not reprise their role was chris evans right as um steve rogers was there like a reason was there like a conflict of uh like time probably money probably money probably money, probably probably money. Afford outside it. of his contract How and how can you bring on Samuel L. Jackson, but not Chris Evans? Wait, was that Sam? That was Sam. I, I thought it was not Sam. I thought it wasn't him too. But it's in the credits, it's it's uh, it's Sam Sam Jackson. Okay. As... Uh, I mean, he only had a small speaking role. I guess it'll also depend on how much they're paying him per and all oh, that. I guess. Like, he, he was right at the end, so I'm like, if I was Samuel L. Jackson, he'd throw me like fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollars, say sentences. <laughs> to Sam Jackson's defense, he likes voice acting. You know. Like, uh, he's done plenty of movies, voice acting, and Afro Samurai. Afro, yeah. You know, that was a great, he had a great time doing that, the boondocks. Um, <laughs> Jim Rummy. Jim Rummy. Jim Rummy, right. <laughs> I would hate to think that Chris Evans made this about money. I would like to think he just wasn't available. Well, I mean, know? it could also be just, like, contract-wise. Like, we have all these TV shows coming out, especially with Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then, like, if it was released that... Chris Evans has one more thing with Marvel. Everyone's going to start speculating something. So you don't want people's like expectations to be so high just for him to be like a cartoon voice. I don't know. I would have thought for sure he would have showed up in Captain Falcon. <laughs> and we didn't get I, that I think, either. I mean, I would like to think he's definitely passed the torch and walked away from the live action bits. Right. But uh, I don't know. It's it's just crazy because everybody else is here. Other than everyone, like Robert, everyone. Robert, Robert Downey Jr. also didn't come back. Um, but everybody else is. But wait, who would he? Was he gonna play Howard? No, no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about in the future episodes. Oh, oh the future episodes. Okay. Yeah, okay. future episodes. Yeah. Well, we so know who's that... not gonna be there in a future episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> wait, wait. Our Scar Joe. <laughs> the spider. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, no, wait, no, no, because she might if they have pre-recorded lines because these lines go back like True. years because yeah. yeah. We have Chadwick that's going to be coming back. We do have we do have Chadwick, yeah. We do. So I and he's done four episodes. Four? Uh, that's what that's what's been reported in he's season done, one. In season one. Wow. Okay. Right. Right. So, he's done four episodes. But 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 we have no confirmation if they're all like 
connected to the same like thread, right? Like the same episode? Well, or is it like different the, different that, that's the That's the big what if because oh, okay. Um, All right. If you deep dive some of these trailers and whatnot, I think we'll see Peggy Carter as Captain Carter again in another episode. Yeah. So I think there could be Well, they did confirm, I think. They they said she is coming back for season two. Like No, no, I'm talking about in season no, like, one. Oh, okay, okay, right. Season one, yeah. Yeah. Right. That would actually be, be pretty cool if they're creating like an alternate universe in in, in itself where it is all of them are gonna come so, together and Yeah, let's dive into that. Like at the end of Loki, we saw that they opened up the multiverse and mm. Now we have Watu the Watcher that's just saying like, hey, look, when every when you have that butterfly effect, if someone makes a choice that wasn't part of the original timeline, which can sometimes be a time prison, you know, like you can see different variations of things. And so if Peggy decided to stay downstairs instead of going upstairs, this is what happens. And so it's cool to see like that multiverse, like right after Loki, and you see all these different, you know, stuff. Who knows, maybe we'll actually get Haley Atwell in Captain Carter uniform for one of the multiverse movies. Oh, like she live action. Okay. She better beef up. She gotta beef <laughs> up some. You gotta be super strong, man. Like a She-Hulk. <laughs> right, right. And that's no, the thing sure. too, is that we don't know if this is a singular thread this season. Like Peggy Carter, you know, did her little moment and we're watching a single thread of the multiverse strain or if, if every episode is going to be a different strain of the multiverse so now that you bring that up strain rather than one continuous thread i mean, I mean it, yeah yeah i mean yeah you're right but that's the crazy part is that if each of these episodes are a standalone change in a moment that changes everything you know you know what i'm saying i mean yeah i understand especially if they're a standalone because it would it will change a shift it, it kind of will be a shift i understand what you're saying or where it's like it's, it's, a, it's a single entity in each episode yeah it could change the whole the whole thing and i'm wondering if they're going to go in order based on how the avengers came to be because so it's like first avenger was captain oh, america so like i'm true. wondering if that's gonna how the, the oh, okay the, the episode's gonna go and how they're gonna release it that'd be a pretty cool sequence to actually that's see. a good that's a good thought i didn't think about that yeah i don't even know who episode two is about but it could be iron man or who well, I don't no, know. Episode two is, uh, it does have T'Challa in it. Oh, so oh I'm episode. Assuming, yes. So okay. next week is gonna, I'm assuming it's the one with Tony Stark and what if T'Challa, right, saved him? No, and, that's, it's Killmonger. Oh, Killmonger. Killmonger. Oh, never oh, mind. Oh. <laughs> Scratch that. Okay, right, right. If it's T'Challa, then it's him getting abducted by Yondu. Right. Right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, just, just talking about these, like, I'm I'm so excited to like really see what direction they're gonna go in with all these different plot threads. Knowing where we left off in Loki, are you guys more excited now about this show? What if? Because Loki pretty much established this stuff is happening, right? Whereas before before we got the end of Loki, it was more so that this show was gonna be like, oh, you know, these are just like silly little side stories about what we think might happen uh, if. If, if Peggy uh, if Peggy Carter just stood um, right next to Steve Rogers' uh, experimental, you know, shenanigans. But Loki pretty much established, hey, we're actually going to make this, I guess, canon in a way. This is stuff that happened at the end of Loki, and now we're seeing the effect of that. Are you guys more excited about the show in that way, or are you kind of just still... Hold on, like, help me clarify something. So, like, are you guys concerned that this might be, like, 
a different earth, like a different universe that we're in, like all these episodes are in the same universe that's different? Or are you guys saying that it's like just different universes for each episode? Well, that that's what well, I was that's getting the question. at. That's what I was getting at. This could be, every episode could be a reaction to Peggy Carter staying in the room. Oh, versus, so like a build off of like, hey, this is what shifted here. So now that she's that, something else is shifting yes. the timeline. Okay. Yes. That's what I, oh. thinking about it now, that's what I would probably like to see. Because if every episode was alone, uh, then it'd be like, well, let's see where they go from here. For example, in the next episode, if it's uh, the Killmonger saves Tony, where could they go from there? You know, versus a continuous uh, strand. But um, definitely by the end of Loki, yes, it, I was more excited to watch this show, seeing as how it ties into the multiverse theory versus just a show that is <laughs> pondering the question, what if? Now, yes, it's pretty much canon now. And whenever they talk about the sacred timeline and the branches, this will be a branch. So that's okay. pretty cool. And I maybe mean, maybe it could good. fold into the live action. Maybe. I mean, it's that's better cool. that, it, that they're actually doing it. I mean, especially where you're, you're not kind of wasting a, a cinematic universe and what they're doing with it. Because, like, they could have did a, a, what a, went how DBZ did with Dragon Ball GT and tried to. That was a terrible attempt at making yeah. it. Yeah, like that was a terrible attempt at like creating another universe. Like, what is this? Fighting so, yeah. words. <laughs> no, no, I'm not a fan. I am not a fan of GT. I know, I'm no, not no. either, but <laughs> we do have GT fans out there. We do. <laughs> um, but uh I, I guess reeling it back in, what did you guys think of episode one? You know, just excluding anything that we might assume that the season one might go into in the future with uh T'Challa or any other characters, just Assuming this is a standalone episode one, which we might get some sequels to in the future. What did you guys think about this? So this is essentially a what if scenario if Peggy Carter got the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers. Did you like the way that they handled the whole scenario where how she got it? Like just, I'm gonna throw it on the table. What'd you guys think? Yes, I loved it just because they took like one small moment from the original movie that was kind of like an oversight or not even an oversight, but just like they took that small moment and they're like, so what if she didn't go upstairs and prevented the bomb? What if she was downstairs? You know, like it's kind of cool to see like these, like these small moments from the, like what actually happened in the movie. And it's not just like something stupid, like, oh, what if that person's flight was delayed and they never went and blew up the consulate or whatever, you know, like, it, it actually was like a legitimate like oh if she was down there she would have been able to see some of the stuff maybe stopped it and became like the super soldier just like how it played out so it was i kind of like the way that it was done the animation of it is actually kind of cool too at first i was like mm, but then it grew on me i was really surprised by the animation that was the most shock because like you know you you could only see so much in the trailers and 3d animation is it's really hard to surpass traditional 2D in terms of like action sequences and just animation in general. The fact that they got me excited watching some of these scenes with Peggy, like throwing the shield around and just battling other like uh, Hydra soldiers, it was actually really good. I was honestly surprised by it. And you don't really get that with 3D animation as a whole. Yeah, I definitely would say um, I enjoyed the, the episode as a whole, not even uh, the, include the animation style, but just how the story 
there were different pieces that changed uh, as you went on. Cause like the, the fact that the suit was created, like based on like Steve Rogers not being into the, uh, be becoming Captain America, now um, Stark actually created the suit. So now, now that came out of nowhere. Like that, that I was like, yeah, this is amazing. The way they're, they're, they're changing the storyline where it's like, all right, we just had Captain America. He went and saved Bucky. He had his, his crew. They did everything. But it's like, now he had the suit. Like he, he pretty much like a, a early age Iron Man already. So right. That, that, that was, yes. that was, that was insane to me. I was like that. They didn't just change more one aspect where just putting um, Carter in, into the role of Captain America or Captain Carter. They, they changed different aspects of the story. And then they even tied in where it was like, pieces during that time women weren't really seen as fighters so like they tied in that aspect where she had to actually overcome something within a 33 minute episode you can't really crush you try to crunch things in but that aspect was pretty good too as well they did a great job of crunching the entire first avenger movie into 33 minutes and like putting a spin on it and everything i thought they did a great job with all that well see that's i don't know if i'm a fan of the 33 minute runtime because I mean, one, the first Avenger is probably the most, one of the most rushed movies in the MCU. I mean, it's one of the only films that has a montage sequence in it. Anytime you have a montage, that's, that's, you are designated a rush movie. Um, with that said, I mean, I agree with y'all pretty much on everything though. For what they were given, yes. Well, I guess what I'm getting at is I would have liked to seen it flushed out more because in the 33 minutes that we were given, I don't think, we were given a balance in tone. Like I enjoyed, like everything y'all said, I've enjoyed it all. The animation, the fight scenes, even yeah, even that minuscule bit with her being in the room, like it makes sense. Like she's a spy. She noticed that guy acting awkward, you know, the Hydra agent. And it makes sense that her being in the room would make her notice it. But a lot of times I thought, man, some of this is kind of goofy like uh <laughs> and i mean maybe that's an animation trope to have a lot of you know jokes thrown in there but like when she punched out the hydra agent and his face went all cartoony you know like, wait which i mean she punched a bunch of hydra agents <laughs> she punched yeah. out she, she punched out one and his face warped into like a like a Oh, like the, oh, the buff, the buff dude. Yeah, the uh, buff dude. Okay. I think he said, "I didn't know frog lines could hit so hard." <laughs> and so, you know, with a longer runtime, I think they probably would have been able to have a balance in tone because, like, I also definitely wasn't necessarily sold by the sadness at the end, like the original First Avenger. But again, it's a show and it's a cartoon show, you know? I don't know. I I have to combat you on that one. I thought they did a really good job of just putting it all together. They have the love component in there. You have like that little bit of like empathy, like that was going for Steve. And then like, as soon as like he, they thought he died, like that was like a huge turning point and it kind of motivated everybody to go and make that action. Like they incorporated a lot of elements of like different movies straight into this a 33 i give them i it's not easy to put all of that into 33 minutes and i think they did a really really good job of doing all that in 33 minutes i'm just saying i think they <laughs> struck me as somewhat cartoony no, no, and it's for, a cartoon sure. a twist yeah. it's a cartoon <laughs> no, I, I i i do understand what grandmaster's saying about the the rushed aspect of it because it, it did feel like they were just going through all the story beats like yeah, one they after hit the other that, those major beats right right but at the same time 
I feel like the writers of the show acknowledge that most of the Marvel fans have seen uh, the first Captain America movie. And I think they just not really just retread some of those old themes and plot points from the original movie. They just want to go straight to the, this is what's different right here. So Peggy got the serum. So now Peggy's experiencing prejudice in the military. So now she's going to uh, battle Red Skull and Red Skull actually dies. And then the portal opens up. Like they just want to get to the new stuff. You've already seen the original um, Captain right. America movie. So they're just going boom, boom, boom. And right. I, I can appreciate that to a degree. It does it does feel rushed because I I did feel that, but I liked that it was rushed because it got to the interesting stuff a lot more quickly, if, if that makes sense. No, it definitely know. makes sense. It makes yeah. sense in that aspect because like you said, it's a 33 minute run and they're trying to do an alternate universe. But I, I get I guess I'm teetering on the fence of that because I did really appreciate the, the story and the new aspects but i can say like when she at the end when she's just like pushing the cracking thing through and then she comes out on the other side like yeah you really don't feel how you felt when steve was frozen in ice i get that right because right? yeah. you're like when he's frozen in ice you're like all right what is happening and he wakes up and it's like his, his whole life has changed his his girl is gone like all that she's just like what what year is it and then they're like oh the war's over she's like well we won all right great we won she's sad about it but she's like we won i guess we won and you're like you don't really feel that, that that it pulled on your heartstrings like the um the actual movie did but overall like what they did within that small time frame was it was very good very good i appreciated it let me uh hop off what you just said because now that you mentioned it i actually really like that because you know the moment steve came out the ice and noticed he was like 70 years in the future his biggest concern was you know i had a date and then, yeah <laughs> right and peggy carter's over here I mean, yes, she was definitely thinking about Steve, but she, you know, she put aside her feelings to be like, oh, we won the war. Yeah, a, it's a cool it's a cool little um, a cool little parallel. And I will say this. They did some good parallels because, um, you know, as we mentioned before, they put Steve in the armor. And I think that was really smart because that always makes me think about the quote. You know, he's like big man in a suit of armor take that away and what are you you know yeah here yep. they are taking that's one of a that's a pivotal captain america line and they say all right steve now you in the armor what you gonna do right <laughs> he gonna and, talk the same crap my man well and you know true enough he didn't because it right. is more about the man proving that Clearly. you know like tony is a good man and now we hear steve see steve you know experiencing the same kind of you know whatever Walk a mile in his shoes. There you go. Walk a mile in his shoes. Exactly. So they, I, I would like to see them draw some cool parallels in the future like that. Um, that's that's why I think it stands out. In any future episodes too, I think don't try to cram like, you know, this one was covering a movie. I don't think they're going to try to cover movies in the next episodes. You know what I'm saying? Did we think so? They are. I mean, they could, they could very right. much. Because I feel like the next one, I mean, if it's Killmonger saving Tony Stark, I feel like they're just going to retread what happened in the first Iron Man movie, but with the no, mindset of, oh, there's yes. no movie. There's no movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. There wouldn't be a movie if Iron Man was safe, you know? Yeah, like there's, it, there's no movie. Uh, I don't know, man. Unless I, it's I, I him I no, mean, it's him and Killmonger it, running away from the Ten Rings. But, yeah, that's but if he, it. Be give me my Jericho. <laughs> give me my Jericho. <laughs> give me my Jericho. <laughs> Jericho. Oh my god. And then, and then Killmonger's over here like, 
Is this your billionaire? Oh and then that's it. Oh my god. I <laughs> we'll see. I'm we'll sorry. See. I'm sorry. Look, I mean, let's stick to a, this episode. I'm sorry. We might get a Guardians movie with T'Challa being no. We oh might. god, a movie? Yeah. No, just the same like, movie with T'Challa. Episode, <laughs> you know, with T'Challa being Star Lord. No, that's terrible. Because oh, then no. you got what? Then you got T'Challa playing music, and he's like, "This is from the great African nation of of Zimbabwe." <laughs> my grandfather. My grandfather. My my grandfather used to play this for me to for me to go to bed every night. And then you know, versus Star Lord would have been. And it's plotted, Aretha you know? Franklin. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> no movie. I don't want a, a rehash of. I don't want another rehash. I don't know. I think I'm excited to see what all these episodes have in store. Same, um, same. No, for sure. And and I do want to see how they stray away from the movies. Like I mean, in the in this episode, they straight up kill Red Skull. They did. Like, yeah, that was right. Get rid hilarious. of it. I wasn't expecting that. I <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be some the, variation. The soul stone. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and that's a good question. Oh, like, there you go. Yeah. Exactly. And th- that was one thing. Um, like, wh- what was Red Skull's goal in this movie? He was trying to open a, a, another dimension to bring in like a tentacle monster. He wanted yeah, to bring to in. Pull, like the Kraken, brother. Like trying to control a Kraken, and it just kills him. <laughs> Is that? Well, he called it, I think he called it the mascot of Hydra because, you know, oh, yeah. Hydra. Oh, I mean, okay. A Hydra okay, doesn't yeah. necessarily have tentacles, but Marvel's Hydra, it's a skull it's with a, tentacles. You have an octopus, big octopus, big red octopus. Right. And now here comes Cthulhu coming through. That's, here. that's what I thought it was. I lost the way for a second to go check my food. And I was like, is this called Cthulhu in here? I'm like, what is Right, that? right. That's what I was thinking too with the tentacles. But yeah, he's straight up dead. Yeah, the Soul Stone. I guess it's unguarded. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we know. I mean, Until they show that somebody else is there protecting the Soul Stone, because it could be, you know, another thing that might accidentally slip into the what if. That is true. true. I mean, Peggy Carter technically went through, right, the portal. And she, and she came right out. And like, you can imagine it probably spent like a couple hours, probably from her end, but it was 70 years yeah. from Earth's time. So... They yeah. could do something with that. They could do Plus, something. you know what's crazy too is that we're not going to get a Winter Soldier out of this, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's another Bucky, good point. Yeah, Bucky never. I thought for sure that when Steve, you know, went down with the train, oh, he'd be the new he Winter was Soldier. End up becoming the Winter Soldier, and he was going to randomly get that. Would have been cool, man. That would have been cool. That would have <laughs> been cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, what did you guys think about uh, like? the other aspects that they introduced into this episode. So like they kind of gave uh, Peggy Carter like a new kit in terms of combat a little bit because she's using a shield and a sword at times. Yeah. M- more so Pick towards the end. Right. And there's like a lot yeah. of more Peggy. <laughs> I swear I'm getting close to saying Peggy Hill and I keep stopping myself. <laughs> uh, oh, from, from King of the Hill. King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah, every time I say <laughs> that Peggy. Boy, I- right. That boy ain't right. <laughs> but like they have a lot of Peggy and Steve. Uh, Peggy Carter and Steve like combo moments, right? And I like that. So like, I did too. You, I thought it was really cool. Do you think we, we're gonna see more of uh, more of those pair ups in future episodes of like I, I don't know, like maybe we might get a Killmonger and Tony Stark pair up for whatever reason. They both have advanced suits. 
If he'll have a no, band suit. He doesn't have a suit. You think they're going to have Tony Stark walking around suit. without an Iron Man suit? He, if he doesn't <laughs> get kidnapped. Come on. He's going to carry a briefcase and that's it? in the desert, he's not going to be motivated to make a suit. They are going to make a BS reason for Tony Stark to make no. the Iron Man. Yes. They no, are. He's going to make a. All right. Hold on. She's got a point. Maybe like something happens like a Jericho missile kills Killmonger. And now you have nobody there to challenge the throne. And then Tony's just like, oh man, I'm so distraught. Like my weapons did this. I'm going to build a suit to avenge my friend. And so he goes and builds a suit and then goes and blows up whatever place that they captured him. I forgot the name of that. Exactly. And rings. Darth is onto something right here. You never know. That's the whole thing. It's a that's the whole point. A to, rule out, to rule out, he's not going to be Iron Man. It's a, You can't. You cannot rule it out. Kill. What about Killmonger being Iron Man? Think about there that. There you go. There you go. Tell you, baby, you gotta get something. You gotta get the on his chest, and Tony's gonna try to save him. It's you need to stop shaking your head. What I'm gonna, I'm gonna segue us back to Peggy and Steve. We can talk <laughs> about Killmonger in our last bit because look at us. But I will say this: Yes, I would like to see team ups. Yes, sole purposely because Peggy sat in the sidelines in the first Avenger film. The whole film, you saw her doing some mapping some scouting but she wasn't part of the action really you know not oh she was very... actually there like in the in the movie yeah she was yeah. in there a few times her and tony were in the plane when i remember when she was out. bedridden not in the first avengers movie no no, no i'm the first the first avenger bedridden. captain america captain oh avengers. you're saying avengers oh, i'm thinking of a no okay. i said the first <laughs> Avenger. America, the first, the first oh my <laughs> Okay, um, okay. What the point is she sat on the sideline, you know, yes. and then this yes. show capitalized and be like, well, you know, we could put Steve on the sideline too. But in reality, you know, it was like they definitely could have used I mean, granted, product of their time, but imagine if Howard got inspired and gave Peggy Carter an Iron Man suit, you know, to go join the fray. What's cool too is like since Peggy didn't have to go and do all that propaganda, have to go out and like try to solicit st you know people to join the war or to get encouraged for the war, she was able to actually go out and do missions, and that's what made her win. You know, that's what made her what changed the future, and she was able to actually get the Tesseract, which is but something see, Steve Rogers couldn't do until the very end. And that's a that's a uh, a test to Peggy's character because you know Steve with the propaganda stuff. He just kind of, you know, yes, he's a big hulking version of himself now, but he kind of whimpered down and he went along with it until he was like, enough is enough. Peggy was like, no, I'm getting out in the field. This is what the serum was made for. And I'm going to do my shit. Well, but, so again, yeah, another cool parallel. Idle hands are the devil's play toy or something like that. Like she was bored. What else was she supposed to do? She's a right. super soldier. Right. So I, I keep giving me these parallels for sure. And I'm and I'll be happy. And I, love I love that that's what this tv show is doing it's like it's making everybody talk more like oh that's so cool like look at all these cool things that is like a what if moment you know we'll say i was upset she didn't have a mask i always expected all the superheroes to have a mask she didn't oh, even have the, they didn't even give her one they didn't even take the time they, care. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't make one they couldn't make one no it was uh sexism right there can you imagine if they gave her a mask like mongol from Suicide Squad, where the hair had to come oh. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, no. I don't want to see that. Or, you know, they could have given her the uh, the Captain Marvel Mohawk helmet. 
Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. Can you imagine oh if God. they played to the Captain Britain theme and they just gave her that long talk? Right, right. Yeah, the big old yes. <laughs> I mean, that was really odd too. Like she's she's Captain Carter and she's wearing like, you know, the, the British flag as her suit, but like she didn't really give off British vibes, if that makes sense. I mean, she had the British accent. She had the British accent. What you right? want but, her to do, man? What you want her to do? Eat yeah, some crumpets crumb and tea. No. In the middle of battle, just like wait, wait. Because what? Because with Steve, you had a lot of the you know the wartime propaganda, like you were mentioning earlier, like you know selling the war bonds and everything. So it really felt like he was Captain America. But sure. for the for Peggy, she was just Captain Carter, not even Captain Britain. She was Captain Carter, well, but she has know, the captain. She has the British flag. So like. Listen, I don't I don't want to be mean, but I'm pretty sure during this time, what you would call it, Great Britain was freaking Blitzkrieg. Like yeah, Blitzkrieg like every other week. So it's like, uh, nothing, uh, they had nothing to represent. <laughs> what they going to represent? Some blown up buildings? So. That oh, was what God, Peggy's purpose so was, to, to boost morale, to boost morale during well, those no, I mean, times. It's what was crazy too is that like they came, like, they came out of America but they gave her the British like representation, you know, like, I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting, but then again, also what's his name was a German scientist. Stanley. Ah, probably some bad taste if they're running around <laughs> repping Germany <laughs> during world war two. German flag just running around. Which is again, it's unfair to the German Americans who were living in America at the time. Right. You know, so that's the, that's the misconception. All Germans are bad, but, um, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, she's Captain Britain. That's a taken title, isn't it? That's an it excellent is, character. I, I think, I think so, right? There's, there's, yeah, there's like, definitely gotta be Captain Britain yeah. somewhere. Okay, okay. fair enough, fair enough. Um, I guess the final question I would like to ask you guys is overall rating. What would you give this episode? Um, are we confirmed for how many episodes we have for what nine. if season one? Nine, 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 mo- nine total or nine more? Episodes? Nine total. Nine, nine total. total. Okay. So eight more episodes after this, I would say, in my opinion, this episode of What If, I would give it like a a solid eight, you know? Like it's, it was good. I liked it. it. It did feel rushed, but I felt like it got to the points that it needed to so that it could just retell the first Avengers movie, uh, <laughs> the first Captain America movie. <laughs> the first Avenger, it's okay, you got oh, it. <laughs> I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Um, but I felt like it covered all those beats pretty well it got to the more interesting parts that i wanted to see and my score might change later on depending on what the future episodes of what if and how they handle their source material but right now i think what if is is so far interesting you know like it it covered the things i wanted it to cover and it leaves room for the in the future for it to grow into something else if they choose to continue this plot thread in future episodes or in only the peggy carter uh you know segments so I would give it an eight. What about you guys? I would give it a nine. I thought it was great. Dang, a nine. A nine? That's a high. That's high, right. So here's the reason why. A, I would rewatch it again. Okay. B, I would watch it, you know, with family. It's a very family friendly, you know, episode. It was still action packed. It still had the whole love story inside of it. It had all of that. The only thing reason why I wouldn't give it anything higher is because for the people who've never seen the first Avenger movie, Captain America, the first Avenger, yes. um, 
they would they might get a little lost and they might think that it's a little rushed but because i'm a marvel nerd and i do know the first avenger movie i'm like okay this is a very cool balance and take off from it so nine okay me okay. i'm going in between eight nine um it was really good well put together um time the like i said what they did with the time crunch was good um i'd probably say like 8.5 because of the pure aspect that they brought the iron man suit in so early it was crazy to me like i didn't i didn't think about it and especially if the the world or her alternate universe continues like if the iron the early iron man suit is there imagine what the, the next one's going to be because like right, stark's right. been working on it now so just imagine what could happen if it's like just imagine how technologically advanced it could be later on if they continue hers so i definitely give it that um like i said 8.5 uh i want to see what what they do i couldn't give it a nine yet because I, I have to see what what comes with the next episodes and just how the storylines are going to play out. But definitely eight point five. Optimistic. <laughs> Grandma, go ahead. I'm 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 gonna be real. I'm a seven. I'm a seven. Uh, that's that's seven. 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 A seven is safe. A seven is safe. A seven is safe. Seven is passing. Yeah, it's passing. It's passing. It has your attention. Right, but I'll say this too. I'll rewatch bad stuff. Okay. There are bad products out there that I will. Well, re-watch. wait a minute. <laughs> would you watch GT? Would you rewatch GT? No, I would not rewatch okay. GT. I'm would you rewatch re- Suicide Squad? I was just about to say, I gotta 26... go rewatch. I gotta go Ew. rewatch Suicide Squad to see if it was really that bad. But uh, I mean, it's in this show, the episode one, it was enjoyable. Um, cool concept, definitely a cool concept that you can really build and really do some cool stuff with. Um, Again, I felt this episode was just a rehash and like a summarized video of Captain America, the first Avenger with really a couple of big major twists. In the future, I just want to see like more original stories from these what if threads, you know? Not just Take retellings the, of the movies. Exactly. Okay. Give us the give us the thread from the movie and then give us this, you know, completely 180 type story. Well, other than that, I mean, yeah, it's 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 enjoyable. I think, yeah, the animation is good. Um, I I like that the cast came back, the ones that did. Um, yeah, I'd like to see more. And again, if this is a continual thread, that'd be really cool to see play out versus yeah. you know the individual branches. So yeah, it's a seven. It's a seven. And I, and I'm giving them yeah. room to give me more. <laughs> they don't give Listen, me they- more. I'm hoping they do as well, because like, I think even a a story came out today from one of the lead writers of What If, where they, they're they kind of somewhat censored in how in what type of stories they're allowed to tell. Because apparently they, they had an episode of What If, where if Spider-Man got turned into a spider, right? And so they were saying, it was something weird, like, but they... It was left on the cutting room floor because they said it was too much uh, body horror and it was oh, going to go past yes. their... P- they, they said it was going to go past their PG-13 rating for, for what well, if. Well, so they, they went and they had their whole Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Like, they, Yes. When they went and presented the idea on the storyboard, they're like, uh... That's actually, half the plot. Of- that's the plot of the third Guardians. And like, you have to redo all of that. And they're like, wow. <laughs> the same thing with Spider-Man. They weren't a, they weren't sure if they were even allowed to use Spider-Man. I um, guess that makes sense, yeah. When he had the rights to it. So um it wasn't until like right before that they were they got the green light to go and do uh Spider-Man and they have uh, an image of him. It's like Doctor Spider or something like that, because he has Doctor Strange's 
cape um, or cloak, right? Cloak, oh right. yeah, right, right. They did have that. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. We did have some snippets in the trailers that we've seen so far. Um, I guess I'm excited mostly for what Grandmaster Hoop was saying. I want them to be a little bit more daring in the future episodes. They don't have to retell the old Avengers or the old uh, MCU movies. I've seen them at least once. <laughs> I remember most of it. You don't need to tell me the same story again. So I, I am excited to see what new threads that they're going to weave into this expanded multiverse. But um, all right. I would say that covers our thoughts on the first episode, season one of Marvel's what if remaining optimistic we'll see what the coming weeks have to say and uh yeah we'll leave you all with that don't forget to follow our social media pages at yonko table on twitter facebook instagram and youtube if you would like to see our lovely faces as we talk about marvel's what if but with that i am dr jace attorney fellow yonko grandmaster hoop fellow supernova dars and new supernova rico <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say Rico. Supernova Rick. Sign it off. Take care, everyone.